Hey, yo, it's the podcast coming at you live with our first installment of 808s and Fast Breaks, where we'll be covering the NBA playoffs. Got a beautiful Friday evening. We got the last two planes this evening as well. We're excited to talk basketball. I'm here with Devin Raiden. Yep. A lot sure. to look forward to this playoffs. <clears throat> I mean, right, starting so- off. Yeah, starting it off, we got the two playing games. I mean, Hawks, Cavs, and Pelicans, Clippers. I think it's it's clear cut. I think I know who the two winners are gonna be, but I mean, all right. Well, let me I, know. Let yeah. me know who you got. I don't. I don't think. I think even if Paul George is out, I still think the Clippers are just better than the Pelicans. They played great all year without Paul George and without um, Kawhi Leonard for what everyone thought they would do without them. And I think that they're still going to be able to beat down the Pelicans. And in the East, I do think that Trey Young is going to beat down the Cavs that are without Jared Allen and without Colin Sexton. I mean, I agree with you in the East. I think that um, Trey Young is going to have his way with the Cavs. I mean, the, the Hawks really balled out um, a couple of days ago against the Hornets. Um I mean, the entire offense couldn't be stopped, and it wasn't just Trey Young; it was everyone contributing. Um, so I think I think the Hawks are gonna have have a day with the Cavs. But um, on on the West, I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I mean, the Pelicans they looked really good against the Spurs, um, and then in the Clippers playing game day, I mean, Paul Paul George really just uh, carried them uh, against against the Timberwolves, and they still it still wasn't good enough to win. Uh, without Paul George, uh, I think there's a. I don't. I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough for them to overtake the Pelicans with McCollum and Ingram and everything. Hold on. Oh. Um, I think that the yeah, I think that the Clippers are toast without Paul George. Um, I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't see. Reggie Jackson leading any team to the playoffs. Um, and as far as the Pelicans go, I think they have, like, that kind of experience behind them. CJ McCollum, uh, B.I. bringing some new young uh, talent to the playoffs. I think that'll be fun to see in the playoffs. I mean, this is for the A seed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So whoever goes to play this plays the Suns. That's a tough matchup for either one of these teams. So, um, pretty much whoever wins this has, like, a 99.9% chance of not seeing the next round. So I mean, yeah, Wh- whoever wins this is a first-round exit. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah, I agree, but I think if the Pelicans make it, it's a sweep. But I think if the Clippers yeah. make it, Paul George only out there. Paul George isn't out for the whole series, you got Paul George still playing against the Suns. I think that they would make it a little bit more interesting than the Pelicans. I mean, they do get probably guaranteed lose to the Suns, but I think yeah. that a Clippers versus Suns series will go a little longer than the Pelicans. Yeah, but I still uh, – so you still have the Clippers over the Pelicans for yeah. this playing game? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter once you make it out because I think if – it's a sweep if the Pelicans make it. I think if the Clippers make it, Suns win in five or six. So, 
And I mean, five or six is generous. That depends on how Paul George plays and if Kawhi Leonard gets any minutes. Can we cut yeah. this right here? Cut this right here. Cut this right here. <laughs> yeah. What's going I mean, on? I think it's great, and I think it's I think it's the same in the East too. I think whatever team makes it out is getting beat down by the Heat. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna go out and say the the Heat are probably the worst one seed we've seen in a while. But I mean, even with that said, uh, it's it's still whoever wins the, this game of the Hawks and the Cavs, uh, they're still not gonna stand a chance against the Heat. Maybe they'll take a game or two, but uh, I I don't really see it going anywhere. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think the Heat are the worst ones that we've seen in a while. I think they're a really good team. They're just very underrated and underappreciated. Well, they to me, it's just true star. To me, don't. it's just they avoided being or they avoided the injury bug. That's all it is to me. Because like with Boston, like I mean, I mean this year, this season, everyone's been a little banged up. Not hardly anyone played the full season and. Like to me, the Heat—they just have the most depth. So in that regard, I will say that they—they they probably were up there for the best. But when you compare them to the one, like the one seed in the East compared to the one seed in the West, I mean, there really is no comparison. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's a comparison there. But I mean, I think this is a very good Heat team, and even miss like even though you missed the injury bug, like they're still, like I think they can go toe to toe with the rest of the top teams in the East any on any series. Like well well yeah to me to me like they can but um like I, I still see Boston as being better than them. I still see the Bucks being better than the Heat. The Heat and the 76ers like like that's a super close game. Like the the game differential between the one seed and the rest like um, it doesn't. It doesn't really speak to the level of play, like the difference in level of play between the teams. Because I, I mean, th- there's two games. The Heat are two games up on both the Celtics and the Bucks. But I think the Bucks and the Celtics are both like miles ahead, better than the Heat. I don't. I I think that Boston and Milwaukee are better teams, but I don't think they're miles ahead. Like I think that any of those three teams could win any given basis like as much, Milwaukee's a lot more of a a mismatch for a lot of teams because you have Giannis and it's hard to slow him down but I do think that Boston and Miami would be a really good series that could go either way like yeah I wouldn't bet on the on the heat against the Bo- Boston but I wouldn't bet on Boston against the heat either I don't think it's miles ahead the thing with Boston is that they really like come into their own really the, towards the second half of the season and that I think their defensive prowess around that starting five, like everybody on that starting five is like decent when it comes to defense or especially once they get Robert Williams back. Um, It's like they could like everybody healthy. You can make a case for three of those guys being on all defensive teams like throughout the season or for when the time comes to give those awards out. So it is – it's kind of a tough matchup for the Heat, especially when you don't have that one guy that is really that unstoppable force. Like maybe say the Buck do, the Bucks do, or like the Nets say with Kevin Durant. That's why I think uh, the Nets have 
really the best chance of knocking the Celtics out during this playoff run just because they have two unstoppable guys there. It doesn't really matter who you put them up against. They're just going to score the ball. Yeah, but I mean, this is a Heat team that made the finals two years ago. Mm-hmm. All they've done is add pieces that are all real good. And the thing is, they are missing that superstar that can just take over games by himself. But I think they have four or five dudes that can pop off any game and go for the amount of points that a superstar would go for if they're hot. And you don't need multiple of those guys going off every game. You just need one of those guys going off. I don't know. I feel like in the playoffs, you might need multiple guys going off. It's not, it's, I don't, I'm not too sure. I mean, like not, not necessarily like, but I mean, you don't need like two of those guys going for 30. Like, yeah, you're going to need the support of like a 20 point game from someone else, but you really only need one of those five guys to be popping for like the 30 plus 40 point game. Raiden, what are you trying to figure out? Uh, I mean, uh, my my computer's just bugging right now. But... Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so I mean, that no. kind of determines that determines that that game for both conferences, right? So one seed versus AC, no matter who's making it out, we got the one seeds moving on. Yeah, for sure. No matter who they match up against. Philly, Toronto. Who you guys got? Because I think we all got Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a quick series. I think that quick. goes four or five. Sweet. Yeah, board. I think it's four or five. With how how good Joel Embiid's played all season, and you have James yeah. Harden too. Like. Yeah, I mean, if James James Harden can pick it up, like sure, but like I think even if he doesn't, Joel Embiid is enough. Yeah, I was gonna say even if James Harden, I agree with Raiden. Even if James Harden fails to like meet expectation, expectations, I think we all expect Joel Embiid to be able to beat the Raptors on his own, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Milwaukee, Chicago. I mean, I think we all got Milwaukee. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to say. I mean, I, I think we stood a chance if we had Lonzo. It's my team, the Bulls. And I really do think if we had Lonzo locking up, Locking up Drew and taking him out of the series, I think that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan could have could have scored enough to keep up with Giannis and at least possibly win us the series. But I might be crazy for that. But yeah, I think you are because um... <laughs> I don't think you're entirely uh, I mean... crazy for the Lonzo being their take, but making it competitive. But continuing. Yeah, not- no, that's that's how it is. If, if Lonzo was there, it's a competitive series. The Bucks still take it. I mean, maybe seven, maybe six. But um, you, the the Bulls just don't have anybody on the interior to stop Giannis. Um, and then the Bucks also have good defensive pieces. So I, I think it's going to be another quick series. Uh, oh, I, I think it's a quick series now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, you could make a case for – I think to make it interesting, you could make a case hypothetically if Lonzo was there is – I think the debate would be is – Because it's that, not just Lonzo out. Like, we're missing Caruso too. Like, that's huge defensively. Like, those are two guys that can continuously come and switch out on the court and on the bench guarding Middleton and guarding – Because, yeah, Drew I was going to say, I like Caruso on Middleton. I like Lonzo on uh, Drew. And, and then it just, just becomes Giannis. a, a score. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to yeah. let Giannis score. Like, you can't stop him. And then it just becomes Levine and DeMar. I think they can score enough to keep keep pace and possibly take some games. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's not so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, next year, uh, next year, Bulls. That's what I'm saying. Next year, they need, we'll they need to get rid of Vucevic for some stoppers. Bro, you. get rid of get. I'm telling you, once Dallas destroys Utah, and Rudy no. Gobert, Rudy Gobert's out on the market. I mean, if Dallas we, we don't sweep them, we better sweep. We gonna get back to this. We yeah, gonna get no, back we'll, to we'll this. Circle back. We'll circle back. Dallas ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, I think, Luka. I think. I think without Luca and Caruso, this is a this is a sweeper five game series, which hurts to say. Yeah. Lonzo and Caruso, but yeah. I mean, the most interesting matchup is this is this last one in the East, two versus seven, Boston versus Brooklyn. Who we yeah, all know, Brooklyn one. is not that's a two right seed, is not a seven seed. For real, they're yeah, a seven seed it's... when Kyrie plays half the games, but. <laughs> Yeah, and um, it's it's surprising that we didn't really touch on that in any of these uh, prelim- preliminary talks because uh, this is the series to watch, and I firmly believe that the winner of this series will go to the finals out of the East. Um, just because Boston, second half of the season, they really caught heat. Jason Tatum is lo- really looking to be that dude. Um, and then Brooklyn with, uh, I mean, th- there's you really can't say enough about the scoring abilities of Katie and Kyrie. Um, yeah, you get the best guard scorer and the best forward scorer in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, um y'all watch their playing game. Like literally Kyrie took over the first quarter. Then they like yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland crawl back second and third. And then Katie was just like, you know, like, give me the fucking ball. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> kill the these boys. I'm gonna kill these boys. And honestly, yeah, so, if, they, I mean, if they keep that the rest of the playoffs. It's going to be tough where they're just like, okay, fuck it. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then to to me, I think the X factor is going to be how Ben Simmons contributes to the team because he's eyeing a game three comeback. Um, if, he, if he tries to take the ball on the offensive end and tries to be a facilitator and tries to be fancy, taking reps away from Katie and Kyrie, that's when, I mean, things are going to start getting messy. No, yeah, he, um, he needs to play how Bruce Brown plays for them. Like, he needs just needs to be a really good defensive presence. And mm-hmm. if he has the easy opportunity to score, that's the only time you take it. Yeah, like, you exactly. You can't be forcing it. You can't be trying to take the ball. You can't be doing stuff like that. Yeah, and the coach really just needs to sit him down and be like, all right, like, you're, you're, you are a big piece to this team. On the offensive end, however, you're not the first option. You're not the second option. You might not even be the third option, but we need you on defense. All right. <laughs> so, but it's it's I Steve think... Nash, the coach. You really think he he that he that good to be making these moves <laughs> and making these decisions? These tough ones. Uh, I think I think Steve Nash is too nice to tell him that. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. And I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried, but I mean. Hey, if if things can start clicking, we'll see by game three. But if things can start clicking, the the Nets are looking like runaways to take it. But yeah. Um, so how I think it's gonna go, I think, I think they're gonna split the first two games. If Ben Simmons comes back, if if things are clicking, they're winning the last three. If things aren't, they're losing the last three. It's gonna it's gonna be all or nothing. Yeah, I mean, even without Ben Simmons coming back, I do think that they could still take the series if Ben Simmons doesn't play. If he plays and fucks it up, then they'll lose. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to – I mean, uh, it's hard to overlook the the Celtics because they were the number one offensive team after the break, the number two defensive team after the break. Um, 
Oh, like, no, I, they, I'm with you. I just think that because of the Robert Williams loss, along with oh, yeah. Ben Simmons not playing, I still think just KD and Kyrie have a chance to beat Boston this round. I think if they yeah. ran into them in the second round and Ben Simmons wasn't playing, they had Robert Wolf Williams healthy, it'd be a different story. Yeah, I mean, he is, he, he is a really big piece, especially on the defensive end. Um, but, I mean, I have faith in Tatum, Jalen Brown, um, Marcus Smart, who is in the defensive player of the year conversation. Um, I, think, I think they will do a, a good enough job to, I mean, control the floor. Um, but that that's going to be the series to watch. The winner, no, the winner of this series will most likely go to the finals. Because that's what sucks with Boston is like, I think with Robert Williams healthy here, it would be an easy for me to say Boston would beat the Nets. But wow. that's why this is such a tough first round matchup for Boston and why it's going to be such a great series to watch. Mm-hmm. And whoever, whoever makes it out of this, this might be a seven game series. And I think next round, you're also looking at a seven game series against the Bucks in order to beat them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it is, if it is the same seven game series, Robert Williams could potentially come back game five. So, uh, if if it if it does go that long, uh, yeah. we we really are in for one of the best series of this playoffs. And I've been saying it about Brooklyn. Brooklyn's one of those teams that can like beat any team in the playoff in a sweep if they're all clicking. But they're also a team that could lose in five to any lose. of these teams yep. too. Yep. And, I mean, it really just depends on how well are they going to work together after having not played with each other all season. Yeah, but I, I, do, I do think KD and Kyrie aren't going aren't gonna to be James Harden when it comes to the playoffs. This, this is where they perform, bro. This is what they're yeah. known for. I think yeah, they're really? also going to bring a lot of their supporting players to light. Because like, especially the, a lot of the limelight is going to be on KD, Kyrie, of course. But then I think Kyrie is going to find a way to be able to find his playmaking abilities find class in on the lobs, be able to find Bruce Smith open. Cause he, I mean, he could, I mean, sorry, Bruce Smith. Is that his name? Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Bruce yeah. Brown. Thank you, Carter. Bruce Brown. He can shoot the ball too. I think, I think they're really going to be the deciding factors. Cause it's going to take the whole team to beat the Celtics. Yeah. And I especially think Andre if, Drummond plays a huge part too. Exactly. Especially if yeah. uh, Rob Williams does come back for that game five and those, last few games of the series because I think everybody's expecting it to be a long series and once it comes down to those games it's going to really come down to those supporting players are they going to step up I think if they split 2-2 the first two um, yeah it's going to go long but what I'm afraid of because I've seen it I've seen with Boston before in the first round especially like if Brooklyn comes out and just takes their heart game one we might just see like a drop Hopefully that doesn't happen just because like of experience and hopefully that was a young Boston team. No, but, yeah, it could have just been due to yeah. youth and stuff. But I mean, especially if you're on the floor and you you're like coming in thinking you guys are that type of team and Kyrie and KD right. just snatch that start that snatching you. by tw- by twenty in so game snatching. one you you, lo- you losing that confidence like how do you not? Mm-hmm. All right, but I Lim to, to to throw to throw a prediction out there. I say that the Nets will end up taking this series. I think that they're gonna be able to to work it out. Yeah, I think I think it's where with what I'm hoping that they do, I say Nets in six or seven. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna get what about you, Dev? Nets and what? I'm gonna say Nets and seven. All right, so we got our, our East teams. We got Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philly, and Miami. All right, so we already got Phoenix beating the Clippers or whoever comes out of that playing. Yeah. Um, Dallas versus Utah. We got the I'm just going to take my hot take. I'm going to take my hot take right now. Luka sweeps the, sweeps the Jazz. Luka beats the Suns. He beats whoever's in the conference finals. I'm telling you, Luca is taking the championship. Like it's no, his year. It's his Miami year. It's his Miami year. Like Luca is winning. Like it's not even now bad. Like it's Luca. Every year he just keeps getting better. Like how is it hard to see this? Like this is a Dallas team that at the end of the year finally figured out their defensive problems. So now they're coming in as a top ten defense into the playoffs. The role players are all playing pretty good. Since they've gotten Dinwiddie, they've been playing a lot better. And it's still Luka. Like, this is a guy you compare to LeBron, and it's not for any re- any reason why. It's like he's that guy. And I think that he takes his LeBron year, his LeBron Cleveland year, where he takes this team all the way to the finals. All right. So, okay, well, first of all, I'm going to – I'm 100 – I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> I agree I thought, that Luka is – Is, is, is Luka not – yeah, yeah, I was just I was just about to get to that. Oh, okay. He's I mean he he strained he strained his calf. So he's okay. for sure out for game one. Um there is a significant concern about his availability for game two, and it's a calf strain. And I mean, we know that uh Luca has had his injury problems in the playoffs. Um and there is serious uh concern about him coming back a little too early and then potentially like keeping him out of the playoffs as a whole um so i mean e- i mean even if that doesn't happen even if it is just a one game injury i mean i i see the mavs taking this this series but uh as for after that i'm not too sure if i can agree All with right. you he 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 misses one game they win in 5 he misses two games they win in 6 if he misses three games he <laughs> win in 7 <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's as simple as that for me. Like he's winning every game he's on the court against Utah. I I can't agree with that. Um, I think Luca does not sweep the Jazz. I don't know if Luca beats the Jazz in six. I don't know if Luca beats the Jazz in seven. I don't know if Luca beats the Jazz. I think the Jazz come away with this uh series win. I think it does get pushed to six or seven, but I can't agree with the um, – I can't just turn the blind eye on the experience and the the star power with Donovan Mitchell that the Jazz have too. I'm not just going to say it's not there with the Jazz. Yeah, because we talk about Luka Bonner now in the playoffs. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is, I mean, not just as good, but he, he really puts on a show every, uh, every playoff performance as well. Um, so I, I can't really count them out as much as you are saying, but, um, <laughs> I do, oh, I do think the maps, I do think the maps don't hate me, Spider. I, I love you, Spider. I think you're great. I just don't think you, you want to be playing the maps. I don't think anyone want to be playing the maps <laughs> if Luca's healthy. It's, I mean, it, like, <laughs> I, I honestly think like maybe not this year, but 
for the next few years, Luca Luca gonna have that LeBron effect all over the West. Like no one's gonna want to see him in the playoffs. He's just he's gonna he gonna kill you. Like there ain't there ain't nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, to me, in in a couple years, we can see like a LeBron and the Celtics effect with Luca and the Grizzlies. Um, I I think that their league is in the future, but. For now, it's it's the Suns league, and if if I I'm predicting that the Mavericks are gonna win this series, I even with Luca being a little hurt, uh, I can't discount like Luca, the addition of Dinwiddie, Kristaps finally showing out to be the player that he once was. Uh, I'm not I can't overlook that. So I think that Mavericks do take this series, but I I can't agree with you that I don't think they're gonna beat the Suns. I mean, that's what everyone said when when, when LeBron took Cleveland there. I mean, no one thought they were going to make that healthy? step. No one thought like, Cleveland was making that step when, but LeBron proved them wrong. I mean, everyone thought it was still, it was still the Pistons league. It was still the Heat league because they still had Dwayne and Shaq. But I mean, LeBron proved them wrong. <laughs> and if Luca's healthy, I think he proves everyone wrong. That's just my hot no. take. I think Bogdanovich got. Kristaps on the perimeter. I think Gobert has Kristaps in the paint. I think Kristaps becomes a non-factor in this series. Who's, where's Kristaps? Porzingis. He on the Wizards, man. No, he's thought... or he's somewhere. We don't have Kristaps ain't on Dallas. Oh, he did get. Dished. I stand corrected. We dished his ass, bro. He, <laughs> he sucked. said we get him out of here. He said he we sucked. dished his ass. I'm dead. Oh, that's right. Davis Burton's. Yeah. We we balling. Burton. Well, Bertons, in that case, I don't Bertons think anybody better than has... Chris Oh. Okay, well, I think Bertons gets locked up on the perimeter. I think Bertons gets locked <laughs> up But who's post. locking them up? Because the thing is, the reason why they're open is because when Luka drives, you got to commit multiple people to him because he's uh, he's going to he's gonna score if you only need one guy. I think the Jazz will find well, a way. He's going to score if you're most defensively is, sound like, teams in the league. You, you want to throw Rudy at him, he'll float it right over Rudy. No, like, you're like not he floating does. it over Rudy. Luca will like yeah, yeah a guard won't. a guard who's six two isn't floating Try over Rudy. It. A both, guard, it's gonna be a European on European six, crime. Eight. It's gonna be European. Yeah, on European it's gonna be crime. European on European crime. Luca's gonna commit. Bro, go very I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about, Luca in the paint though, because Dallas scores the least amount of points in the paint, second to least in, in the league. So to me, Gobert's gonna be a non-factor. Maybe, maybe on maybe for the rebounds, but uh, in in regards to points in the paint, uh, they, the 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 Mavs game isn't points. It, in that's the not paint. what it is. It's not. It's points not what it paint. is. But I mean, the re, like they no, don't no, points in the I'm, paint because there's only one guy that does that. No, no. Everyone else I'm, is just I'm, shooters. No, but what I'm saying is, Rudy Gobert is a non-factor because that's his game. I think that's where I have to disagree. But, with and that's, all, but that's Mavs, also why they match up good against Utah. It's like, have you ever like I've seen highlights of Rudy trying to hide in the I paint? I think Raiden's trying to say yeah the same thing. Yeah, no, Raiden. That's what Raiden's saying. Yeah, is like Rudy. I've seen highlights of him hiding in the paint, and all of Dallas's bigs are stretch bigs. Yes. So yeah, yeah, that's, like that's was the saying. Jazz game. They 
they don't they don't allow any points in the paint. They have they have Gobert in there. That's why he's a perennial defensive player of the year candidate, just because he doesn't allow any points in there. But that's not the Mavs game. That's not what they're gonna do. And they don't have to game plan around any of that because I mean that's not their typical game plan. So I think they match up I think they match up well, even without Luca. If they don't have him for a game or two, I still I mean I can agree with you in this round. The Mavs do take it. Yep. I think because they don't match up in that department, it makes them at a disadvantage. If your disadvantage is even greater than it is because you're trash at what somebody else is good at, I feel like it just makes you as a team way more one-dimensional. Um, yeah, Utah's one-dimensional. They're out. I'm talking, I'm talking about the Mavs. <laughs> I'm talking about the Mavs. Like, they don't play you bad hockey, They just don't you talking score. You're talking find ways to score I promise you, Rudy Gobert going to slam it. He going to catch that pick and roll and lob more than a few times this series. Like, Raiden's not saying they, they can't score in the paint. It's just not their offense. Like, just yeah, because, they're, just, the, that's just not just the, because they're the lowest at scoring in the paint doesn't mean they can't score in the paint and that they never go into the paint. Like, they will drive and kick. And, well, like, I think that's the thing is if they're driving and kicking. I'm, and Ru- I'm not saying that Raiden's saying they can't, can't, they can't score in the paint. I'm saying they can't score in the paint. Well, all I'm saying is say you have a bunch of Dinwiddie and Luka drives and you're kicking it out to your five and the fives are just splashing down on you because Rudy can't, isn't going out to them or isn't closing out because he likes to stay in the paint and you're getting a bunch of these three points. What do you do as a coach? Do you just leave Rudy on the floor where he can't stretch out and guard these bigs that are stretching. I don't think you need Rudy to be running around. I don't think you need him to be running around. I think you got other guys for that. I mean, if so you're, Luka, four, you're gonna leave four guys on five on the perimeter because if, if I can leave, if I if you're catching Rudy and shooting, paint, it's and not gonna be five killed. guys around the perimeter. It's gonna be Rudy <laughs> in the paint and my four guys defending your four, your four guys around the perimeter too. Their centers stretch I'll out to the three point line. I said so I'll you have take five it. guys out on the perimeter. It's the same thing you saw with the Warriors. Who's driving? Can't Somebody leave has big. to be driving to kick it out. And I'm just going to leave uh, Rudy there so they can't score the ball on that drive. You're going to be forced to shoot. You can shoot mid-ranges if you're just going to let them blow by it and hope that Rudy stays with them. Because if they blow by you, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to release you to Rudy. Because they can still shoot mid-range. They can still get into the paint. Which means that if you leave Rudy in the paint and I drive, you have to follow me. And someone can rotate where now you have three to four passers. Like three guys guarding four passing options. And if we start killing you from, if they start killing you from three as Utah, as a coach, I'm probably going to sub Rudy out same way that bigs couldn't play against Golden State a few years ago. Because if you have a big that can't stretch out and run with these, with the shooters, then he's a liability. I'm just saying that the game's going to be relying on the Dallas Mavericks' ability to shoot three. It, yeah, it will. It will. But, I mean, that's what they've been doing all year, and they're the fourth seed. Like Raiden said, they don't score in the paint, and they're the fourth seed, which means that they are strapper. They got, they got shooters. Uh, all right. So, I mean, because me and Carter both agree that the Mavs are taking this for the sake of this, uh, this prediction. Uh, yeah, prediction bracket. We're going to roll with Dallas being Utah. So, we move on to Warriors and Denver. And to me, this is the this is the most exciting Western uh, series out of the West uh, in terms of just like round one. Um, we have Clay, we have Steph Clay and Draymond who have only played eleven minutes together. Um, potentially, 
like stepping on on the court and actually getting minutes. Uh, I mean, of course, considering after Steph returns, because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steph is out for game one. Yes. Uh, do we know if he's he's probably gonna... I thought. All I've seen is he's out for game one. I'm pretty sure he should be back game two. I think Woj said today he's probable. I could be oh, mistaken. Probable for that. game one as well. Okay. Yeah. Expected to play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still up in the air, but looking like he's going to play. Um, so, I guess the question for this game is, I mean, I, I guess it's similar to the same conversation we had with Brooklyn. Except I, I think there's a more clear answer for here. It's just how are the three stars going to be able to play together? Yeah. I mean, and I think it was if Steph is out game one and then he has to come back two, three, and four, I think that there's a chance that finding the glue might take just a tiny bit. And if Denver puts him yeah. in a 3-1 hole early, that could take allow Denver to take this series. Yeah, I mean, to to me, I, I really don't see any way that Denver, Denver takes this series. I mean, I I mean, I obviously I see if if Jokic really puts the team on his back, but geez, for a seven game series where there's only like what like a day rest at most in between games, because um, Jokic is, I mean, he's he's pretty much he's gonna have to play every minute of the game in order for them to stay in it. But Jokic is kind of like Luca and Dirk, where it just seems like they don't get tired because they play so slow and at their own. Yeah, pace. I mean, yeah, I mean that's not his role. That's, I mean, that's not his yeah. style of play. It's not that athletic or running constantly up and down the court. But I mean, being on the court for that long over a series over a series of seven games potentially with minimal rest in between, that's not only going to take a physical toll. That's going to take a mental toll, and I think. I mean, even if he puts 40, 40, 10, and 10 up like every single game, uh, I just don't see any support around him. I don't see see anywhere else that the ball can go to where the Nuggets could win. I have to completely agree with Raiden. I think even though that Steph played, Dre have played 11 minutes together this season, each of them averaged 30 minutes a game easy over the stretch of the time they've played with each other. No, yeah. So it's not like they're the different people. Like, they know how to play with each other. I don't think that goes away, really. Um, So I think the most you can say for that team is, are the new guys, like, Jordan Poole, them, are they going to step up? I think – I mean, I have full confidence they will. I have Golden State going deep in this playoffs, but I think think, think that's where I stand with them. I think I think they do win this. I'm just saying that there's a chance that, based on factors mm-hmm. like Denver could put them in a hole enough to win this series. But I do have Golden oh. State winning it. Like even Steph being out, I think that's not a huge factor to them. Like winning this series wise, like I feel like it's better for them to have Steph or Clay out of the game than Draymond. Like if Draymond was the person that was going to be out for this series, I'd have Denver beating Golden State, even if Steph and Clay were the two healthy. But because they have Draymond and Clay, and then Steph is getting introduced back into the role, like I don't think that hurts them as much. Yeah, and then I mean, there's just so much more depth on the Warriors side than the Nuggets because 
I mean, on the Warriors side, if Clay takes some games to get back into it, like he still, or yeah, if Steph has, if Steph takes some time to get back into it, they have Clay. And if Clay takes some time to get back into it, they have Jordan Poole. And if Jordan Poole, I mean, if he doesn't play up to how he was this this whole season, Andrew Wiggins was also putting up 17 a game. And then they no, have no. guys down, on, <laughs> yeah. and then they have guys down there with like Draymond, Kevin Looney, uh, Kuminga is looking good. I mean, I was there's just say, depth. Andrew Wiggins What's doesn't up? perform, then we just rotate back to Steph before. Exactly. And then and then with the Nuggets, it's like you have Jokic. And then the second man after that is Will Barton. Like like just <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I mean it, it's it like I don't see him winning it, but I mean it is Jokic. Jokic yeah. is kind of that guy. He is the MVP. Like, as much as I don't see him winning this series, like just because Steph is out, there's just a slight bit of hope for them if Jokic yeah. can deliver. Yeah. And um, unless there's a total breakdown amongst uh, any of the the Warriors' big three, um, I really don't see the Nuggets being able to keep up. Not Jokic, but the the Nuggets. Um, so I, I'd say the Warriors take this five. Five or six. Yeah. And then the next series, I don't think it's interesting. I think Memphis Memphis sweeps or takes it in five. Five or sweep or six. I don't know. I don't put it past <laughs> the Timberwolves to stay with you. <laughs> hey, they got uh, Pat Bev. They know for hey, steals. Stealing a few. You go steal a few. Yeah. Minnesota, I know, I know, Minnesota I... got their win. They got their win. They won the playing tournament against Pat Bev's old team. Like they got their win. Like they're they're happy where they're at. Memphis is gonna kill them. I think they, I agree with you. They're That's good a bad for day. like they're good for the future. Like Anthony Edwards has proved that he's the main guy on this team going forward. Like he's that guy. Cat's a good too. Like he was never a winner by himself, but now he has a winner next to him that can exactly. possibly change Cat's narrative. That's what I'm thinking too. I think they start here though. They can't get swept. I think the narrative does not get changed if you get swept. Oh, think I don't think it. the narrative is changing. Like, you're like, still a joke. You're still like, a joke. You're gonna be a joke, but I think next year is where you change it. I don't think they're doing anything this year. I think Anthony Edwards makes takes a step forward and they change the narrative next year where they But you gotta at least bring it to six games to carry that momentum into next year. You can't go home with memes of like, you know. I mean, you're still gonna go home with the memes, but Regardless, if you come out this series losing, you're gonna go home with the memes. Regardless, for Pat Bev, I know it. I know it. I'm calling it now. But yeah, I, I, I like the Timberwolves. I, I like the Timberwolves. I think that they have a great one-two-three scoring option, and Anthony Edwards, Cat, and then D'Angelo Russell, who also balled out this past game. But I, I, I don't see this even being a series. I, I agree with Carter, and I think it's gonna be a sweep. Um. Just, I mean, Memphis has been electric all season, and especially since the break. Number one in defensive efficiency, and then like Jaw, this the crazy season Jaw's having, um, and then the emergence of guys like Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks is really stepping into his role. Jaron Jackson is a solid player. Like this um, is a great team. Like as much as everyone wants yeah. to talk about jaw this is a team that's gone what 18 and 2 20 and 20 and uh-huh. 2 without jaw like this is a team that's yeah. a great team even without him yeah exactly 
Yeah, and and then like their identity. I mean, they they're number one uh, in the defensive defensive efficiency. Like they're the best defensive team. But that's not Jaw's game. Like we don't ever yeah. think of Jaw and think defense. So like, yeah, that's it is a great team around this around like this star. Like, yeah, Jaw's your star. But I mean, that's kind of like Golden State. Like, I think Steph's your star. But I think the most important factor for Memphis like kind of how Draymond is for Golden State is Jaron Jackson. Cause we've seen how good they can be when Jaron mm-hmm. Jackson stays healthy this season. And Jaw's going to be the guy for yeah. the next few years that everyone puts the face on Memphis. But I think Jaron Jackson is the guy that really, if he's playing, they're this good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure where to go with that, but I mean, this, this Memphis team kind of, I mean, they're not the same. They don't have the same identity, but they kind of remind me of the the Raptors team that won the championship the other year. Um, in like based on the fact, like based on their depth and how they work as a team. Like, yes, they have the star. Like the, the Mem- Memphis has Jaw, and the Raptors team had Kawhi. But like you take them away, it's still a solid team. Yeah, we see it. So, we see it. Like, yeah, look, Toronto lost Kawhi. Like they're still a solid team. Yeah, like they're exactly, in the playoffs yeah. still. Like they're a good team. Like they probably yeah, so, won't win without a superstar, but they're a solid team. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, with with like this, this team, the only the only reason I bring it up is because I I see the potential in Memphis to take this all the way. Um, do I see it likely? No, I'll get to it when we get to it. But I mean, uh, if if they did, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, I have, I mean, I have Memphis sweeping. I have Memphis sweeping the series. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Memphis taking it all the way because I mean I got someone else taking it all the way. But yeah, <laughs> I, neither I, do I. But I got. I got. I got him running into can, him get there in the conference there. finals. But yeah, he just uh, all right. All right. So out of the West, we have Phoenix, Dallas, uh, Warriors, and Memphis. All the higher seeds take it. And what we have for our predictions, right? Yeah. Correct. All right, we got Miami versus Philly in this first round up in the East. I think it's a I think it's a close series, but ultimately I think Miami has the depth and the uh necessary I don't want to say firepower, but defensive power to stop uh or control and beat and like really stifle the 76ers and get through to the conference finals. Yeah, I mean I I I agree. I think I think the Heat they have the depth. Um maybe if James Harden can like wake up. <laughs> Cause like the second half of the season, um, who was I think it was Jalen Rose. I think he said that James Harden's stat sheet looks more like a concert tour dates um, because his field goal percentage, it's like, it's so like three, for, three for 10, three for 12, <laughs> uh, like four for 14. Like he's just it not looks like, concert <laughs> like he, something's going on with him and it's not good. And if this keeps up, there's no, I don't think Philly stands any chance. Yes. Embiid is, a great player, a great scorer, a great defender, but they against the Heat where they have this depth, I, you need something else behind them. Be and they just don't. So 
that I think the Heat take this fairly easily. I I think the Heat take this easily, and I and I think there's a lot of underratedness around the Heat that a lot of fans don't give them credit for. Like this, everything around this team seems silent, but this is a great team. Like you got a top five center, you got a top five small forward, and you got guys that are great role players that can pop off any night. Like they, their team is dangerous, but no one wants to talk I, about it. I agree, with Carter. This is like the same kind of core that was in the finals. Like, yeah, they were in the finals years two years ago. Two two years ago. But I am gonna play devil's advocate. And like Raiden said, if James Harden wakes up, the Philadelphia 76ers can kind of turn into a sort of Brooklyn Nets situation when you mm-hmm. just got two guys that are just torching you for it's, a it's, series. Or everyone, so everyone like wants to talk about playoff, Paul George and how bad he is. Like, this is a yeah. dude that's – James Harden's a dude that – it. I think There's that's why everybody's more. writing off the 76ers. I think that's why everybody's writing off the 76ers because we've come yeah. to a consensus that – James Harden isn't going to be there for the playoffs. But I'm just saying, I'm being devil's advocate right now. Oh, yeah. I think no. he got this. East is wide open. Like, if James Harden is balling this yes. playoffs and plays like a regular season James Harden along with Embiid, they could they could make the finals too. Like, mm-hmm. like, all these teams that are in the second round can make the finals. And in Boston, who we dropped out in the first round, could make the finals. Like, it's wide open. But I think the Heat do beat Philly. I agree. We can move on. Yeah, and then we got Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. I think this is another close series. I got the Nets in seven. I just see it. the Nets were close last year. KD was very close to pushing them past the Bucks, but um, it didn't happen. I just see it coming down to the wire again, but it falling in the Nets' favor this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, assuming that the only reason that I have, I mean, we ha- we all had the Nets moving past Boston is because we assume that they are going to click, that Katie, Kyrie, and Benson's are all going to figure out how to make it work. And if they do that, then I don't see anybody being able to stop them. Uh, Giannis is going to make it a series because, I mean, Giannis is, when you talk about most dominant players in NBA history, Giannis is certainly in that conversation. Um, so he is going to make it a series, but I don't see um, him being able to push through the the triple threat of Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great – this is probably going to be one of the best series of the playoffs. They, they went three and two in the regular season. Every game was pretty hard fought because, I mean, Giannis and KD just I, – I don't know why. Every, every game they play against each other, they're trying to go at each other's throat. Like, this is going to be fun. I say I say Nets and seven as well if they're clicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then ideally too, if if Ben Simmons uh, comes back and he assumes the role of just defensive enforcer, um, I mean, Giannis is going to do what Giannis is going to do. You put Ben Simmons on Chris Middleton, uh, Kyrie is, I mean, he's capable enough to slow Jeru Holiday down. Uh, the only scoring option then is Giannis, and I mean, he, we have seen him being enough to carry a team. But uh, when you're going against two of the most efficient scorers in NBA history, in Katie and Kyrie, it's it's not going to be enough. No, yeah, it took it took Giannis putting up 44, 14, and six to win by one in their last meeting where he played against Kyrie and Katie. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, yeah. That's a tough one for the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, the Eastern Conference Finals is the Heat and the Nets. Mm-hmm. Can I just say something? What's yeah. up? This is why I kind of don't – like, this is why I disagree with, like, playoff legacy coming into a factor as, like, we come across, like, players as, like, being great and, like – because if Giannis does take this in seven, does it, and he doesn't, they don't win the they don't win the series. Is that gonna hurt his legacy? You know what I mean. I don't think people should. Well, I don't know. I That's mean, why I don't like. Well, I mean, Giannis is still. I mean, uh, how how old is he? Like, like he's okay. He's well, okay. still put it this way. Put it up? this way. If, the other way around. Then, if Katie and Kyrie lose to this Bucks team. The reigning champs, Katie and Kyrie lose. Is this gonna hurt Katie hurt, and Kyrie? I think it legacy? hurts more. It hurts Katie and Kyrie more than it would hurt. Giannis oh, for sure, for sure. But yeah. like, I hate that it has to hurt somebody, especially when we get no, these super good series. And like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, when it comes down to the Giannis's, like, it like when it comes down to like us looking at him as the goat. We've seen it with Michael and LeBron. Like, the only debate that matters is your record when it hits the finals. But with Katie and Kyrie, they have a lot to prove because Kyrie hasn't won a ring without LeBron and Katie hasn't won a ring without Golden State. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is like their team that they have to prove that they can win a ring on their own. So I think if they get bumped out this year, they better win it next year. Or like well, no one's going to look at them as an all-time like, like in a GOAT conversation. Yeah, and I, I don't, I and don't that's think that's, that's, what, that's, su- that's what sucks because – That's a shame. Kyrie is one of the greatest guards of all time, and Katie yeah, is Katie's one, one of the greatest. What, he's a like you talk about unicorns. Katie's a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Because people people always try to bring up the past, like oh yeah, like if this player was playing today, like this big, and he had learned to like how to do it, like he'd be able to dribble, we'd be able to shoot. But we've like there's players that have come out that have tried to be like Katie, and no one's close. Mm-hmm. He's one of a kind. Yeah. We can move on. I just need to get that out of the way before if they lose. I don't want no KD Kyrie slander. No KD Kyrie slander. Now, if they lose to the Bucks, I don't think it hurts as much. But if they lose first round, yeah, that's that hurts a lot bad. more. Is that's worse? That's worse. Well, I mean that that's even hard because like when you really dig into exactly it, it's that's like, what it's, I'm it's saying. A, it's no, but it's reason. not gonna it's not gonna care about like. Who Nobody's gonna to. care. It's just it's just the reason why second round is a lot better for them is because they're losing to the reigning champions. Like as good as Boston is, like just the outlook is you lost to Boston. Yeah. And unless Boston yeah. wins the championship, yeah. then but that's what Raiden's saying. Like he yeah. thinks Boston's gonna get to the finals. So like yeah, and yeah. I, I think that How if they make it out of that game too, they can make the finals as well. But I mean, that's still like it can like anything can happen in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so out of the West, uh, we have the Suns versus the Mavs, and I got the Suns. I know Carter thinks differently. <laughs> I got the Mavs. And it's not yeah. close. It's not close. You're bugging. <laughs> if Luke is playing, is, if Luke is playing, I got him. I got it in five. The thing is, okay, uh, I know I have the Jazz over the Mavs. No, I can't do this. No, I'm not doing that. I was going to say I'd have the Mavs over the Suns, but I just can't do it, especially since the Suns were in the finals last year. I'm not going to just and like totally turn 
be negligent of but, their but great you, regular you can, season. You can see it, it happening. You can see it happening. I can see it happening because of Luka, and I know where the card is coming from, but I'm not going to let – I'm not going to let that uh, deter me from going with the right decision here. I mean, thank you. You could choose because... the right decision, but you could see it happen. Brady, can you not see Dallas beating the Suns? If I mean, I can see I can see anything happening. I can see <laughs> any of these games going anyway. I can go any. I can see any series going anyway. But like, if I'm gonna have to predict it, like the Suns have an eight game lead over the rest of the NBA. Yeah, they cool. they have they have depth like the most depth out of anyone in these playoffs. Devin Booker is a top five MVP candidate, and he should be thrown into that conversation a little bit more than he is. DeAndre Ayton, double-double machine, at 17 and 10. Chris Paul, I mean, he's he is, like, game manager. Like, he is the definition of a game manager. And, like, not only is he that on the offensive side, on the defensive side, he is also a force. You have a top two defensive player of the year candidate this year in McCall Bridges. And, like, like, this whole team is just, like, I don't see – like I see why they have the best record in the NBA, and I see why it's not close. Yeah, who's the, who is the greatest team of all time regular season? Golden State, seventy three and nine, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Who would they lose to? LeBron. LeBron. Who is Luca compared to? LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you compare Luca to? LeBron. I don't compare Luca to no Lebron. <laughs> I think Luca's a great player and he's a great young talent, but I can't take anything away from Devin Booker. I can't take anything away from CP3. I can't take away from McCall Bridges' amazing season. Like yeah, I understand that Luca is great, but greatness only extends so far. Yeah, and I'm not comparing anybody to LeBron just yet, buddy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> think about it. Even LeBron can't do it by himself. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not, not, I'm anymore. not comparing anybody. I'm not comparing anyone to LeBron and who who was on who was on that Cavs team they they went to How the long did it with? take LeBron to get his first? You know it's gonna take Luca a minute. <laughs> you know it's gonna take Luca. But it didn't take LeBron minute. that long to make his first. We'll see, Carter. We'll see. <laughs> I'll give it to you because yeah. the, the, the safest pick is the Suns. So I'll give it to you. The Suns can go to the, to the conference finals because I mean I can see them beating. The Mavs. I'm not saying I can't see them. I'm just I, I got the Mavs. Yeah, and like won't I let mean, you have the Mavs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean the the Sun the Suns had the Suns had an eight point or an eight game lead on the rest of the NBA, and like they they were the best team by a mile this season, and <laughs> Luca is in LeBron, so. <laughs> He's better. Hey, hey, yo, bro, you can't be saying that. <laughs> I, I, ride, I ride this with the hype train. I ride it all day. Uh, you're you're, bug, you're bugging. You're bugging, my boy. <laughs> all right, so we got the Suns moving on. I mean, Golden State, Memphis. And, I mean, we talk about Memphis being a young team, and this is a question I had earlier that I just remembered. As good as Memphis is as a young core, what team do you think is scared is gonna do better or be scared the next five years? Denver or Memphis? Memphis. I don't I don't think that's even a, even, think even with even with Jamal Murray coming back, Michael uh, Michael. Even Porter with Jamal back, Murray and Michael Porter and Jokic coming back. 
and Jokic, I think that, I mean, we, I mean, we already, I already dug into Memphis's greatness. I mean, yeah, they, they look great this year, but I mean, this is a Nuggets team that was a first seed, second seed with them last, was it last year or two years ago? And without injuries, they're still a six seed, just Jokic carrying them by himself. Now you got Jamal coming back and Michael Porter coming back. So that's yeah, but this is this is th- we're in like the Nuggets prime in four to five years from now. Like the Grizzlies will be like in this stage that the Nuggets are currently in. You know, like I think Memphis is a two seed and they still have room to grow. They were the best defensive team since the break and they still have room to they still have room to grow. Jaw is doing all of these things. Jaron Jackson is doing all of these things. And they still have they still have years. They still, no, have, years they, they to, still have years to grow. That's why I'm not saying who's gonna be the best over ten years. I'm just saying in the next three to five years, five years. I don't know. I mean, Denver Denver's a scary team. Like if they had Jamal and they had Michael Pe- Michael Porter playing the whole the whole year, I think that they finish as the two seed or even the one seed, and they are probably one of the favorites to come out of the West. The, I don't think the that only thing it's hard to debate that, but years. that's also hypothetical. It's hard to debate that, but it's because yeah. it's hypothetical. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's hard to, do you think, hard to do you think Memphis it? is scary over the next five years than Denver is with Jamal Murray being fully healthy and MPJ being fully healthy? I could, I could see it, but I don't think so. I think, I think it's I think it's a hard hypothetical to answer just because loyalty means nothing today in the NBA. So in five years from now, I guarantee you MPJ is not gonna be on the Nuggets. That I guarantee you that neither of these teams are gonna look the same. Oh, they aren't gonna look the same, but I mean this yeah, this just this young like I don't know. I think I next put- year next year, the year after that, teams are probably gonna look the same. As this year, especially with those two teams, yeah, I, yeah, I think the Nuggets. I do think the Nuggets, think are, young think the nuggets the are, are young just because they're already like. But there, so are the Grizzlies. That's the thing. I think the Grizzlies they might are be scarier to me. I think the Grizzlies are younger. I think that's what makes them more, or not more scary, but scarier, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I already said it. It's like a like a Luke, LeBron Boston effect. Um, I I think. I think that they are going to run the West years to come. I'm sorry. But, uh, they're, we, they're, they're going to be exactly like Toronto and Boston when Luca, when Luca gets a little bit better of a squad around him. I don't think Memphis beats Luca over the next few years. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think so. That's why I think that's why I said it's going to be Luca versus the Grizzlies. Yeah. But I'm Especially leaving if, the if they out. grab Gober. If they grab Gober. If yeah, Jazz are letting him go, mm. but I'm, mm. I'm but I'm but I'm leaving the Nuggets out of that conversation. I, I'm saying it's the Grizzlies and Luca, but uh, I can't leave the Nuggets out. I think I think Jamal Murray and Michael Michael Porter Jr. would make the Denver. I feel like you can't Denver leave the favorites. Nuggets out. I think that they until Steph gets out the West. You gotta wait till Steph my gets favorite. out the league. Like or gets out of his prime. If Jamal and Michael P. and Michael Porter were playing i think that they would be my favorite coming out of the west i think we're forgetting that the golden state warriors are still in the west like oh no yeah yeah. they are they are they're 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 getting younger they're getting younger i mean somehow like their team looks younger than it did before 
before meaning like I think Golden State's gonna have to emerge in Jordan Poole. I think Golden State's gonna have to make the decision. They're gonna have to make the decision because I mean eventually you're gonna you got play and you got Steph on big deals for a few more years, and you're gonna have to either you're gonna have to find room to either pay pool or pay Wiggins. So it's gonna come down to do you stay loyal to the Splash Bros? No, yeah, like do you stay loyal to the Splash Bros and try to trade those two guys, Pool and Wiggins? Yeah. For a superstar to help win championships now, or do you go the young route and possibly trade Clay and create? I was gonna say you probably trade one of the older. You probably trade Clay, keep Steph, and then keep Pool and ship Andrew Wiggins as well. Damn, but that's that's disrespectful. I just think that's no, that's hella disrespectful. That's hella disrespectful. I'm not gonna lie, but like just like Raiden said a couple minutes before, it's uh, that loyalty is nothing. Yeah, it means nothing, nothing. and that's what sucks. Like. And that's only if Clay doesn't want to take like a pay cut, so we can add a few more. Like we need depth to the roster behind you and Steph, Clay. We can't have all of this money going to you and Steph. But we, it's you know not. It's not. It's not like about getting key pieces. This is about keeping Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole is not going to want to sign. A, Jordan Poole had one good season. Contract. Yeah, Jordan Poole had one good season. He, he had one good season the this process. year. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I if he, he balls, if he balls out again next year, like as an NBA player, are you gonna stay yeah. on the Golden State and take yeah. less money? See, that's or are you what gonna I'm hit saying. the market the and day, take take your take your payments. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you Jaden said it best: the NBA's loyalty is nothing, and it goes vice versa for the players and for the teams. The teams are gonna want to get the best value, and the players are gonna get want to get their money. So I think that's where the problems come down to as far as keeping teams together. But I don't know. I just still don't. Say we can just say, oh, it's Doncic versus the Grizzlies. I think we do have to include a few more teams in there, for sure. Yeah, but for now we got the Warriors versus the Grizzlies, and um, for this series, I'm going to take the Grizzlies. This is a perfect segue. This is why I think <laughs> this is a perfect segue because I have the Warriors in this. I think that's why we can't. We can't take our eyes off the Warriors. I think I understand why you, you're taking the Grizzlies, but I don't think we can take away what playoff experience means, what doing it before means. I think none of this Grizzlies team has, like, a real playoff experience. None of this Grizzlies team sniffed the championship before. None of this Grizzlies team has been close to the championship. I just – don't see I see them folding to the Warriors, especially I think the Warriors have too much firepower. Yeah, I, I think if the Warriors are clicking and Steph Clay and their role players are all working well together, I don't see I can't see Grizzlies beating them. Like this this is this is this is that dude. Like when we talk about guards and how good Kyrie saying. is. Steph is Steph is more of that guy than Kyrie is, and then we have Kyrie and KD carrying them to the championship. Like, I think that, say that I think that in a more fair look at the playoffs, I think Grizzlies win. But I think if Golden State's clicking, they're winning. To me, I think that I think that the we have we have to think about. I mean, you said it before, Carter. You said it before. The stars are going to have to play like 40 minutes a game. Like if they're playing 30 minutes during the regular season, they're going to have to play 40, 40 during the playoffs. Yeah. And 
this Warriors team, I mean, other than like we already talked about Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, how they're still young, but like Clay is getting older, he's banged up. Or yes, Clay and Clay and Steph are getting older. They were both banged up prior to this. Draymond is getting older. He's he was banged up prior to this. If they're gonna have to play forty minutes, like how long are they gonna be able to keep going? Uh, how much rust are they gonna have? This Memphis team is young. Um, and then Phoenix, the defense. Phoenix and Chris Paul was the same way, but Chris oh, Paul yeah, but proved then, last season he could stay healthy. Yeah, but then that's also because like. They have the young piece in Devin Booker. They have McCall Bridges. They have DeAndre Ayton, who are all very young players. Uh, Memphis also this year, I mean, I already said it like a million times, but they were the best team defensively since the break. Um, They also do pretty well against three-point shooting, which is, I mean, Golden State's game. Um, But the, the Grizzlies are also a lot more dynamic than the Warriors. Um, in what way? So like that's job? that's what I'm saying is like they're good like, against the three, but no one's good against Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Brady, what do you mean by like more dynamic? Shooting. Yeah, I, I mean don't they know can they, they can just they can duel. just I mean they they can score just on more levels like 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 Memphis like they are a very solid team against the three point shot. So is Golden State, but the Warriors or but the Grizzlies can score at all three levels. They have shooters, they have guys that can take the inside, they have all of this, and they're a solid team defensively. I think that they, I think just like as a whole, they're they're just a more whole team um, compared to the Warriors who have had injury problems all year, who have these. I mean, it, it, like how how old is Steph? How old is Clay? Like. Can they still play? Like 30, 31, 32. Like, it's not the whether they can male play. Ages. And, like, the thing that I see is, like, when you get hurt in the regular season, there's 82 games. Yeah, you're going to sit out for as long as you can because it doesn't matter as much. I've we, We've seen it time and time again in the playoffs. Like, the same injuries that people will sit out a week for, two weeks for in the regular season, they will play through in the playoffs because that's what matters. Well, yeah, no, but what I, I mean, what I'm trying is like they didn't play a lot during the regular season, so like, how much rust are they gonna have? And then after having not played the regular season, jump into a potentially seven game series, like, like yeah, if the rust is shaken off, like, I mean, how much of it did you really get off? Like, how are they gonna adjust to playing every single day versus having not played this past season? I understand what you're saying, but I'm willing to bank on there not being enough rust to st- uh to stifle Clay and Steph. And yeah. I would just think that they have more pieces, like you said, they have more pieces around. You you said this earlier, they have more pieces around them than they've had before. Jonathan Camino, fresh legs. Jordan Poole, fresh legs. Andrew Andrew Wiggins, like relatively fresh legs. You know what I'm saying? So like I think. They have a little bit of youth. They have a little bit of experience. They got Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. has played a huge role in this too. Gary Payton. Yeah, I think. Jordan Poole. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, they got guys. I think – I don't know. I think the the injuries are what stopped them from being the first seed and what stopped them from being a great regular season team. But I think that's why everybody being healthy in this playoff uh, um, run will help them pass the Grizzlies. Hey, yo, wait, but cut cut this real quick. Mm-hmm. 
On Wednesday, didn't we say that the Grizzlies were going to the fucking conference championship? Yeah, because but Carter switched? switched up. Who Carter switched, switched up. up. Hey, hey. Carter oh, and, switched and then up. On, and then on Wednesday, didn't you say Minnesota was going to beat the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes, I did, but like <laughs> both did like nigga. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, there's a reason why we're doing it again. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we the can switch. The reason we're up doing the... it again is because Carter. Yeah, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not because we talked. Hey, don't even I try think to I, talk to me. I convinced Carter that. You were the one arguing with me for 15 minutes about why Golden State is in Bro, good. Bro, I wasn't even <laughs> arguing with you. I was, I was on your side. I was trying to get to one point. And then you kept on interrupting me, so I had to go back and repeat it. It's so funny. This nigga was arguing for Memphis the entire time. I know. I was on your side. Maybe, maybe that 15 minutes convinced me, man. Because now I'm with Golden State. <laughs> I'm not – I'm okay. Get back to it. I'm not saying that Golden State automatically beats Memphis. And I'm saying Memphis has – like the same way I'm with Dallas is like it takes a it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take Golden State playing at their best level to beat Memphis. Memphis is the safer pick, like Phoenix. But Golden State, if they're playing at their best, and you seeing Steph being Steph and Clay being Clay, like I don't think Memphis can stop them. I mean, like yeah, if they can return to form like how they were what like two three years ago, like sure. But to me, that was two, three years ago. I'd love but to. See, it's I'd not love, two, I'd three love years to ago. The, I'd love to see the Splash Brothers back in action. I mean, that it's was two, probably... three years ago for Clay. Like just no, last no. season, Steph been playing this way throughout his whole career. Like he was no, like, in the MVP conversation for yeah. earlier. Like, and I also think Clay, like he's shown, he still got it. Like he dropped forty-one yeah. real recent. So I don't know. And I think Draymond's this still that guy. Draymond's never been that stat guy. Draymond's exactly. that guy defensively and and his mind has never been sharper as when it comes to basketball. Like he's on, he's operating on a higher level. Yeah. honestly. Uh, and I mean, here's my question: I mean, like, yeah, I can. If we're moving forward, if Phoenix plays Memphis, who do you have winning it? I have Phoenix winning either way. If Golden State beats Memphis, which means that they have to be clicking and they're coming and clicking against Phoenix, I'm going with Golden State. Who do you have winning? Phoenix? I got Golden State. I still have the Sun. I still have the Sun. I got Golden State, bro. I'm with you, Dev. I know. I told you, bro. If Golden State runs into Dallas, I don't got them. I'm telling you, I'm uh, telling you. Yeah, uh, you're but, bugging, bro. Uh, Golden I State. I think I think Golden I think Golden that. State is the team that can beat Memphis, and I think Golden State is the team in this playoffs that I do think I'm most scared of when it comes to the Mavs if they do run into them in the conference finals. Oh no, you're bugging, bro. <laughs> like, oh, I think Luca. I think Luca has a better chance of beating Memphis than he does than beating Steph. Golden State. That's what I was yeah. thinking too. You think? If yeah. Luca runs into Steph rather than Luca runs into the Grizzlies, like, just like yeah. think about it. You're not gonna. I think Luca can fire. overcome a team like Grizzlies, but I don't think Luca can overcome players like Steph and Clay by himself. I don't know, bro. The Grizz- the Grizzlies. I mean, they had the best defense this year. So to me, I mean, like, like yeah, we'll move on. We'll say that the Warriors. When they they beat the Grizzlies, they go on to the conference championship. No, no, we're gonna say we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna say the Grizzlies. I'm overruling this because Grizzlies are the smarter, safer pick that are most likely to happen. But Golden State clicking, Golden State's winning. 
But like right, saying whatever. they're clicking is a hypothetical. What? Like, like, no, I understand. No, I get it. Because like, think about it. No, Raiden, think about it. Golden State in their best seven games, you're no, definitely no, gonna go with Golden no, State. I told, no, yeah. I get. No, like I get what he's saying, but like the switch up, it's just like yeah, I know this dude's it's, switching it's, more than <laughs> lights. I swear. I just no, because I thought we came to the conclusion before I said that that Memphis at, that we were gonna go Memphis and Phoenix. That's why I asked who wins between Memphis and Phoenix, and then I asked. The second oh, hypothetical. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm no, just I saying because like, no, like I'm cool with it. Like yeah, because we just talked just, about it. Like it's funny. I'm not I mean, cool with it, but it's whatever's. You have, you, I mean, it doesn't really matter for the for the finals because you said you you said Phoenix wins yeah, either I have way. Yeah, either way. And if Memphis the thing makes is, it, it, the Suns for me for us. Yeah, <laughs> it matters for you, but I mean, she. I like Golden State, but Golden State is just like they got to be clicking and like. That's a hypothetical. Like we're thinking hypothetically, they're playing the You're, seven best okay, games see, against. Memphis. Okay, see the difference between me and Carter's take is that Carter's willing to bet against Golden State clicking, and I'm willing to bet on Golden State clicking. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And to me, regardless, I think that the Grizzlies are going to win. So, no, that's why I was like, I wanted to hear you guys' debates because, like, I was could I lean e- either way, like Memphis could win this, Golden State could win this. Like, I don't have like a set. Like, I think it goes far like six seven games like i don't i can't see memphis just dominating and i can't see golden state just dominating like this is a series that can go either way for me uh-huh. like, i'm i'm back and forth but i think golden state if they're clicking they're the scariest team probably in this playoffs but i think like i said if memphis goes i think phoenix beats memphis but i think golden state could beat phoenix i don't think memphis could beat phoenix Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> I mean, we already started talking about Phoenix and, and the Grizzlies. Um, and these are the conference finals matchups, right? The conference finals matchups. We got the Suns versus the Grizzlies. What, what do you got, Dev? I have the Suns. I have the Suns. Uh, just because I don't have the Grizzlies making it past Golden State. So, I got to go with the Suns. I got um, the Suns because playoff experience. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I, I mean they've been there before. Exactly, They're, I can't discount exactly. And as great of a season Memphis is having defensively, Phoenix has had a better season. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not gonna take that away from them. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm just repeating arguments at this point. But eight games ahead of the rest of the NBA, um, Devin Booker's having his best season, and he was already a top five shooting guard. Um. Chris Paul is doing his thing. DeAndre Ayton's doing his thing. Nicole Bridges is looking like he's having the best year he's ever had to. Um, so I, I mean, Phoenix is Phoenix. Phoenix is my take for, or like they are my champs. So I'm glad to see that we all agreed that they are going okay, to the championship. Great. <laughs> if they do run into Golden State, what are your reasons for them beating Golden State? I mean, like, like. Like what? What are your reasons for Golden State winning? Other like just like Steph and Clay are gonna shoot lights out. The fact no, that it's not when even they were, when I they were they're... a team and healthy, that they were the best team in basketball. And even though you say that, even though like not you say, but like even though Phoenix has the playoff experience of making the finals last year, Golden State has the experience of making it to what five straight finals and winning a few. Yeah, of them. yeah, but those those years that. Uh, 
Golden State was like really like they were in their prime when they were making the finals every year and all of that. They had great shooters. They had, I mean, they had great scorers like the Suns have in uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. But this, the Suns also have a great playmaker. And I mean, Nicole Bridge, Nicole Bridges is a better defender than Draymond Green, I think. <coughs> this this season, I can agree with that. Compared to Draymond Green's best defensive season, Nicole Bridges is better. And then Nicole Bridges' offense is also. I don't know if he Green's. he's definitely not better than Draymond Green, but I can say he's a better. He's had he right now Walk in his career. Back. No, I can say right now, right now, Mikel Bridges can do more on defense than Draymond right now. But I think Draymond brings more to the table as an overall basketball player for sure. So Mikel Bridges is guarding a center. Nicole Bridges can guard whoever the fuck he wants. Like <laughs> Nicole Draymond Bridges, can cover whoever he wants and better. No, you can't. I don't know about better, but I think Draymond can pass better than Mikel. I think he. I don't know about rebound. We'll see. I think that's going to be a big part of the series, or if it gets to this series, if he can rebound. I think Draymond brings better, like, court management. Like, he can bring the ball down the floor and, like, actually lead an offense. Yeah, and can. I think as far as CP3 goes and playmaking, Steph has the playmaking ability. Steph has – he's the point guard. Steph is that man when it comes to point guards. There's nobody that I put over him when it comes to the point guard. Steph Curry is a top two point guard of all time. I think he's – yeah, exactly. I mean, him and Magic, that's like the only yeah. – that's like that's the, the only debate. Yeah, it's the only debate. But that's crazy talk. Don't – like, you maybe – like – He's disrespecting don't, uh, Draymond. Don't, don't – don't. I'm going to disrespect don't. Draymond all I like. Don't. <clears throat> Nicole – Nicole Don't Bridges ever say dude. he's better at I'm, defense I'm a, than I'm a, Draymond. I'm going to disrespect Draymond all I like. Nicole Bridges is that dude. <clears throat> and then, I mean, if we if we, if we we match them up, position to position, D-Book is better than Clay. Who, who, who's, who's the Warriors three? Who's the Warriors three? It's probably going to end up being uh, either Wiggins. Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Nicole Bridges has Wiggins. I mean, four. I mean, Dray- Draymond got who? Who's the Suns four? Clay's Clay's missed three years. Three years ago, Clay, I'm taking him over Devin Booker this year. Well, I mean, we're not talking. We're talking mm. about like we're matching them up for if they do play in this year's conference championship. If they do play, I'm matching- if I think Clay at his best is better than Devin Booker at his best, even this year. Even this Clay has never been in MV- MVP talks. Devin Booker is the most underrated person in the NBA in the MVP talks. He's fourth in the MVP ladder right now. Um Clay has Scottie never Pippen, been in Scotty Pippen talks. was never Scotty Pippen was never in the MVP talks really with Michael Jordan as his teammate. Does that keep him out of the top five small forwards of all time? He wasn't no. he wasn't MV he wasn't MVP talks a lot. And but how, what was what was the most points Clay average in the season? What what do you what do you say it is? What what is it? Well I know his career average is nineteen points threes. I think so. I'd say his best season, he probably averaged like 23, 24. Because D Book is averaging 26.8, five rebounds and five assists. No one no one else in NBA history has done that. I mean, no one else in a while has done that in NBA history. Like with the efficiency that he has. Would you just say, what was it? 26.85 and five. 
with the with the efficiency that Devin Booker has. So if you go, yeah. if you look up Russ or whatever, like that's but not I mean, that's not a fair argument. James Harden's done it. And James Harden did a better 34, 6 and 6 and 7, 36, 7 and 8. Like Yeah, and then James and then James Harden is that dude. Devin Booker is that you cannot tell me that Devin Booker is not better than Klay Thompson, especially this year after having not played two years. Um, and then and I think Devin Booker right now. Yeah, you can say he's better than Klay Thompson, but yeah, you got to look at the situation. Career. You got to look at the situation. You got to look at the situations because he's averaging. He's at what was his best season? You looked it up. How much was it? The best Klay's best season. Yeah, I mean, I didn't look it up, but I'm yeah, talking true. right now. Klay's not. He hasn't played in two years. Klay's best season. He averaged he twenty. He averaged twenty two in twenty sixteen, but that's also while Steph was averaging. 26. Like you have two guys side by side averaging. Okay, and then Devin, and Bo- Devin Booker led his team to the number one seat. Clay's never done that. You don't know what Clay is gonna. Well, you don't know what Clay is able to do without Steph. You're gonna. Uh, I, I'm not taking that because I don't think Devin Booker is the leader on that team. I think he's the most yeah. talented and probably one of the best players, but he ain't the leader. We all know who that okay, guy well, is. Well, okay, we can. Chris we can, Paul. We can. We can move. We can move on from this. I mean, we've been talking about this for way too long. Because <laughs> you're saying like this blasphemous stuff. Like Michael Bridges is better than Draymond Green on defense. And Devin Booker is just flat out 20 times better than Klay Thompson. Yeah, you can't. I can't go. With you that can't be either. saying this stuff, bro. I can't. Yeah, I, can't. I mean, I'm going to. Especially that's, that, that's the same talk that I've been saying about Luka being better than LeBron. Like, and like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't drag it. I didn't make you defend yourself. <laughs> like this, this I was joking. This, no, I no, but this, I was is, joking. this this isn't the point of this podcast. The point of the podcast is we have the Suns versus the Grizzlies. Like, let's get to that. Okay, let's go down the board. <laughs> Steph, better than Chris Paul. What we said, Suns <laughs> Grizzlies. <laughs> you were just comparing Devin Booker to. Yeah, because you asked me to. <laughs> Because we're done with the Grizzlies. We already said they're out of the picture, bro. No, you said that. Oh, my God. No, you we no, like we already went we over that, that matchup. We already went over that matchup. I was just asking about the Golden State matchup, and that's what we were talking about. Because we already went over that. Okay, we so think then Memphis we move to lose. the East. We move to the we can, East. We can move we to the East because I've been hearing too much too much of this BS about yeah, Draymond right. and Michael Bridges. <laughs> All right, we got Miami in the Nets. I'm clickbaiting got, that. Yeah. Michael Bridges better than Draymond Green. <laughs> I got the Nets. I got the Nets. I think this might be their shortest series of the playoffs for them, to be honest. Um, especially if they get this far, I think they're gonna have it figured out with Ben, Kyrie, KD. It's just like the same thing. It's just I don't think the Heat have people to go score for score against them. I don't think they have. I think that's what the Heat was lacking. In my previous argument, too, they don't have that guy to be dropping. I don't think anybody's oh, yeah. dropped 50 for the Heat this year. You got, I got the Nets, too. I think it's a bad matchup for the Heat. I think the Heat make the finals if they run into Boston or Milwaukee, possibly. But I think the Nets are just a horrible matchup for them, and they're going to kill them. Yeah, and I already said the winner of the Boston Nets 
series, I see going to the finals. And to me, opposed to like any of these other, opposed to any of these other teams, games and minutes will help the Nets. Not like any of these other teams. I mean, if these other teams like minutes might tire them out. If the Nets get the minutes, they get the chemistry. They build the chemistry, and they're just going to be clicking. They're just going to be clicking. So yeah. by this point, they would have had 14 games under their belt because we we've said that each of their series are going seven games. Um, so Ben Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD have 12 games playing together. I mean, because Ben Simmons is going to play till game three. They have, they have 12 games together. They will have the chemistry, and then with the chemistry, they're going to be playing up to their potential. And their potential is KD is one of the most gifted scorers of all time. Kyrie's one of the best or up there for guards in the league today. Ben Simmons is a great, like, top five, top ten defender. And then the Heat, I mean, they have the depth. They have, they're have they a solid team, but they don't have the star power, let alone three stars. Um, yeah. So they're not going to be able to compete. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Miami's tired. I just because I mean, we just like we said, there's we have them sweeping the the Cavs and we have yeah. them beating Philly in five or six. But yeah. I think Miami won't be tired. But I think yeah, the Nets are going to be helped out by those four, those twelve games together. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's not going to be tired because the the Heat also have depth. I mean, Tyler Harrell off the bench is their second leading scorer. Um, right. he, he's great. I love Tyler Harrell. Yeah, I love him too. He's he's a dog. But, I yeah, think, like, them getting these minutes, it's going to help them. Yeah, and just how you said Tyler Harrow's coming off the bench and is the second-leading scorer for the Heat, I think that's their biggest downfall. Then just even furthers my point about why we think – or I think, and we think the Nets are going to move on. Yeah. All right, Nets, can, yeah. Suns, NBA uh, Finals. Uh, <laughs> Who the Suns is who neither me or Dev have in the finals. <laughs> we had a chance to address this, but we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but we didn't. So um if we have the Suns and the Nets in the finals, let's I think, I think the Nets this is the best possibility for the Nets. Yes. For the for the team to come out the West, for this team to come out the West, rather it being the perhaps the Grizzlies even, the Warriors, or even, say, the Mavs. By no, I think somehow. they have an easy chance against the Mavs just because, like I said, this would be the team that Luka would lose to in the finals is the Nets. There's just stars on stars, and I think... I think it's Nets a better... I think that's the better... I think still, I think the Mavs are a better matchup, or the Suns are a better matchup for Brooklyn than the Mavs just because... Yeah. Um, Katie and Kyrie don't have to go against that one. I mean, I guess D-Book is that one other guy. I don't know. I feel like I'm discrediting D-Book with my arguments, but I'm not going to go against what I've been saying. I think that Katie and Kyrie got it. I like Chris Paul. But, yeah, Nets. (laughs) I mean, I've been backing up the Suns this whole time, but – if if the Nets if the Nets reach this point, that means they're really clicking. That means that their three stars it. are that means these three stars are living up to the potential and the Nets are the team that we all thought that they were gonna be coming into the season. Um so I mean if that's the case then the Nets take this pretty easily. Um but if they're I mean 
any 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 shortages on the Mets' part. Like if uh, Ben Simmons decides he wants to take the ball and on the offensive side or um, any shortages if this man touches the ball. <laughs> ben touches the ball. I mean, do, do y'all disagree? Yeah, I agree. I agree. We don't disagree. But if he's yeah, if, if he's running point, shots, do you think if Ben Simmons drops a three this playoffs? Yeah, the we know Kyrie yeah. better beat his ass in the locker room. <laughs> Actually, no. Nah. If he pops a three, I think that's his problem, though. He won't do it. So, like, I think he does need to do that. Not during the playoffs, though. Then now is not the time. Yo, next season is not the time. time. You, had the, next you season? had the whole regular season to try. We wanted you to play. You nah. were saying you had some mental stuff, but we yeah, let it go. Yeah, now is not the time to be trying. Yeah. Trying things out, but um, bro, watch him move us all around just magically at like five. <laughs> he turns into just Steph, bro. Stroking that bitch, <laughs> stroking it. He's like, y'all want to know what I've been working on? Hush. <laughs> nah, but I think if any of those three stars miss a beat, I think the Suns take it, take advantage. Um, but I mean, assuming that they've gotten to this point, they've breezed through the rest of the East. I think that they they have lived up to the team that they're supposed to be, and they will get KD Kyrie will finally get their um, their rings without their accomplices. And then some KD haters gonna be like, "You couldn't win without Kyrie." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I needed bro, Kyrie there's so Simmons. many KD haters out there, and I understand. I mean, it's so you're probably so all OKC fans. He hurt you so bad. Like I understand it. He hurt you real bad. But this is. This is that guy. Like, he's the second best player of this generation. Yep. Without a doubt. Like, as good as Steph is, Steph's more influential than him. But I think anybody, you throw all these guys from this generation into a draft, Katie's coming off the board second before Steph. Yeah, I mean, we, we can uh, – I mean, we can get into that in another episode. But um... – <laughs> Because I want to throw Giannis's name into there too, but I mean that's going to go on too long. Oh no, yeah, but, I, um, I mean I wasn't arguing Giannis. I was just trying to say that like KD yeah, would come off. Yeah, no, yeah, K- yeah. K- KD yeah. is KD is that dude. Kyrie is that dude. Ben Simmons. I mean, sh- 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 I hope. Uh, if he's not shooting the ball, he's that dude. Um, <laughs> it's going to be too much for the Suns to handle. I mean, getting in, you guys got time? Because, I mean, getting into this hypothetical, I mean, if Chris Paul does want that ring, what if he, what team from the East would him running into be better for him? Anybody. Do you, do you have the, do you have the Suns beating, beating the Bucks if they make it back? Yes. I mean, the Bucks beat them last year. Yeah. It's hard to beat a team twice, bro, especially when they want it. You know what I'm saying? To- I don't think. Yeah. The the way that I'm seeing this situation, you have the like, Suns beating the Celtics too. So you know, like I'm gonna have to, I'm, like I mean that that depends on how, like the way they play during the playoffs. Like I I yeah. don't know, but like but as of right now, run... I think I think I think Boston and Milwaukee can beat the Suns. I think Miami is, would be their best case scenario to run into Miami. I think in I think in terms of if it was a Suns Bucks rematch. I think the Suns have them this time because, like, I mean, to me, the Bucks they, I mean, they got better, obviously, because, I mean, like, Giannis is growing as a player. But other than that, I don't, I didn't see them take any steps towards, like, getting better. 
However, the Suns, like Devin Booker's had his best season. McCall Bridges had his best season. And CP3, I mean, he's getting old, but like he's like he's still the same player. DeAndre Ayton is, I mean, he's he's uh, growing into his prime too. So I think the Suns took huge steps to get better. Whereas the Bucks, I mean, I I can't really say the same about them. So I think if I if we were to see a rematch, I think the outcome would be differently different. Um, I think they would beat the Heat, but the Celtics, I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to watch it. I would have to watch them play during these playoffs. Now, Giannis is in his prime, but is he at his best of his prime? It's hard to get better. I'm not gonna lie to you. How good can you? I don't. Get? I don't think he. I don't think he's. I don't think he's close yet. Like, are we talking about like stats wise or like what playmaking? Because like, like you can add more. Like, you can becoming, no, yeah. no. Because like I think because as he gets older, he's gonna get into that LeBron. Because LeBron cause mode I think of, he like, has he's a, gonna learn he how has to shoot mid range. Yeah, he yeah, has exactly. a mid range in three. He gonna be. Oh, stop. He's exactly. gonna be so nasty. Oh, he's already he's already adding the three to his game, and we're seeing he's, it come. He's already adding the mid range too. Exactly. Like if he improves those percentages and not only that the passing once he gets like he starts getting more of a passer's eye and starts seeing like the i mean he, i'm sure he sees it but he just wants to take it to the rat but like once he adds that oh. di- uh dimension to his game too he's gonna be i hope force. he doesn't add that i really hope he doesn't add that because i want to see Giannis go for 30 38 in a, yeah, in a season with that mid-range and three and just not passing the ball i hope i hope I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard to see Giannis doing more because <laughs> he already is. Like, like I'm not talking about like more because I mean, it's hard to really improve your stats, especially at this pace. There's just not enough times he's touching the ball. I'm just saying, like, he could become a better, deadlier scorer because he can. Uh-huh. I think he can. He's still gonna. He's been improving every year at his mid range, and if he starts improving at his three. Okay, I got five minutes. Yeah. All right, well, we didn't even dig into the MVP conversation this time. No, it's fine. We don't need to do all that. That was so boring. Yeah, yeah that because that, that was like that was, that was like the NBA MVP is so trash, bro. It's a yeah, trash it's stupid. award. That's why I don't like the awards. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and then like I mean, everything is pretty much laid out for you when you look up like NBA MVP because the NBA.com has the MVP ladder, defensive player of the year ladder, superman of the year like, ladder. Is- like they have it. They have it there. My problem yeah. with it is: is it a stats award? Is it a most valuable player award? Is it what is it like? Is it best player award? Yeah, because it, like, cha- it changes. They don't it changes keep it year consistent. To year. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. they change it. So like, it's just like one year they'll be like, oh, it's all about stats, and then another year it's gonna be like, oh, who's really valuable and then who's the best? Like, it's just it's so dumb. Throw that shit out. Yeah, but I mean, Jokic is a clear winner. I mean, on all. In, in all categories, so yeah. I mean, he led the team to a six seed with Will Barton as his number two. <laughs> like, come on now. But I mean, Gian- Giannis, without voter fatigue, Giannis and LeBron should be in the conversation every year. But you know that I that's mean, LeBron. Thing LeBron should have won it every year from except this year, two thousand nine, all the way up until. Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah. And I don't think Steph should have won it unanimously. Like, that was some BS. No, but that's what else is annoying about the NBA awards. There is voter fatigue, and that's like... There's voter hatred, because 
LeBron should have won it unanimously in what 2011, 2012, but one voter decided, oh, I'm gonna vote for Carmelo. Like, come yeah, on, like, dog. Yeah, like, like I don't understand what any of this is. It should be like computer generated. Like, look at like all possible stuff. All the metrics, all yeah. the yeah, yeah. exactly, all the analytics, and just figure it out. Seriously, it's not. A- stop giving, stop giving media people the vote. Like, I understand back yeah. in the seventies, back in the eighties, you wanted more media attention, so you allowed media players to vote. But now it's just become like a award for stats and for narratives, and it's no mm-hmm. longer who's actually that guy. 